Welcome listeners to another exciting episode of the Wedding Blueprint Podcast. Today, we're diving into the topic that stirs up a lot of discussion among soon-to-be wed couples. The honeymoon, dollar, or money dance. Is it a tacky tradition, or does it have a place in the modern wedding? We'll be covering the history of the dance, weighing on its pros and cons, and hearing from the perspective of a wedding planner. And you, our listeners. So stay tuned. To begin today's episode, let's trace back the roots of the money dance. This tradition originated from various parts of the world, including Poland, the Philippines, and Mexico. Guests would pay for a chance to dance with the bride, with the collected money meant to help the newlyweds set up their new life together. Over time, this tradition has made its way into Western weddings, though its reception has been somewhat divided. Is it an act of generosity or just an awkward cash grab? The jury is still out. So let's take a moment to weigh up on the pros and cons of the money dance. On the positive side, it can be a practical way to raise funds for the honeymoon or even to kickstart the couple's life together. Moreover, it can offer a chance to have a one-on-one moment with guests, which can be rare at large weddings. There's also the cultural significance for some couples, keeping a tie to their heritage. However, there are drawbacks to consider. For some, the money dance can seem tacky, turning a heartfelt celebration into a monetary transaction. It can also be awkward for guests who might not have brought cash or feel uncomfortable dancing in front of large crowds. Lastly, it might disrupt the flow of the reception, making it seem like a fundraiser event rather than a wedding party. Now I offer three different terminology scales from honeymoon dance, dollar dance, and money dance. Honeymoon dance being just that. It's explaining right away what the money that's being raised is for and it goes towards your honeymoon. Or there's dollar dance where it's singular, in which case we just invite guests to come up for a dollar and share a dance with the bride and groom. Then there's the money dance, which is plural, more than one dollar. And I've got a sound file for that where I like to play on it and say, it says, you can dance with the bride to your heart's content, but she doesn't take American Express. Visa, it's everywhere you want to be. And then we follow that up by playing songs like And If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a house. I would buy you a house. You know, songs like that that are money related. But you have to consider, where are your guests coming from? How much money have they already spent to be there? Are they traveling using lots of fuel? Are they on a plane? Did they have to get a hotel room? Are they having to pay for their own meals while they're out there? These are all costs that add up for your guests to even be at your wedding in the first place. Or are they local? I just recently did a wedding at the Iron Wolf golf and country club where the guests were all local and they did the money dance and what they did was they brought bundles of dollar and they unbundled it and tossed it up in the air made it rain on the bride and groom and it was a blast we had a lot of fun with it took a little pause afterwards to clean it all up to making sure they got all the money so there's ways to play on it and there's ways to have a lot of fun with it i asked professional wedding planner randy zamora from randy's events here in lake havasu city what she thinks and this is what she had to say about the honeymoon dance wedding and this event is about the bride and groom not about everybody else so that's why they're all there 
so um, I think if they're really truly friends and family, then they would support anything the bride and groom would plan. So when is the appropriate time to have your honeymoon dollar money dance? Well, Randy and I both agree on that. You know, typically after we've cut the cake, because that's usually a good leading up point because you got everybody's attention. They're kind of already on the dance floor from cutting the cake and taking pictures. So it's always a good um, note to start with, you know, once you've kind of done the garter and bouquet toss and then go into the money dance. And then it gets everybody up and still up and involved with what's going on. We are right on the same thought on that. It's a great way to bring people out to the dance floor and get people out there and dancing, gives them a reason to get out there and dance. And then once it dies down, just open up the dance floor and they're already there. Yep, absolutely. As we wrap up today's episode of the Wedding Blueprint Podcast, it's clear that the honeymoon, dollar, money dance is a tradition steeped in history and cultural significance. However, its place in modern weddings remains a contentious issue. On one hand, it serves a practical purpose to helping newlyweds financially, and on the other hand, it can seem a lot of place or awkward for some guests. The choice to include the money dance is very personal, depending on factors such as the cultural background, the couple's financial situation, and their comfort level with asking for money. But as you heard from Randy, the ultimate decision is it's your wedding, and it should reflect your values and style. If the money dance feels right for you, go for it. If it doesn't, that's perfectly okay too. I hope today's discussion has given you some food for thought as you plan your special day. Remember, there are no wrong answers when it comes to your wedding. Only what feels right for you and your partner. Thank you for joining us on this journey into the world of wedding traditions. Tune in next time where we'll be discussing another exciting topic. Until then, happy planning and remember, your wedding is your blueprint to a new beginning.